What's up, y'all? This is Granger Smith, Granger Smith Podcast, episode 19. Listening to that song again. That's why I love Dirt Roads. I feel like that could be a hit. Man, I'm proud of that song. And um, this is going to be the year 2020 when we find out if it is a hit or not. And that, as I've learned, is determined by you, by the fans. So um, you guys, if you do love it, hey, even if you just like it, if you think it's mediocre and you just want to support the best thing you could do to support that song and me and my music and my band is to stream it, to play it, to request it from your local radio station, to tweet or Instagram or Facebook, Sirius XM, when you hear them play it, say, man, I like that song. Um, if you could watch it on YouTube, what, I'm not asking for any kind of money investment. All you got to do is stream it on YouTube. If you like it, just play it. Uh, the music video will be coming soon. Right now, you could just watch the audio. Uh, we have a lyric video coming soon. So all that stuff is coming 2020. Um, I'm excited about it. This is, it's all fun to me. It's like putting together a puzzle, you know, and, and you know how you want the final puzzle to look. But you have all these pieces and you're like, man, how could I, how could I put these pieces together and how could, and that also makes me think that, you know, you got to have someone helping you put it together with you. Many people in my case, helping me put together the puzzle of what could be a hit song. It's a, it's a fun challenge. I'm at home today, off tour. Um, in fact, this is the month of January. I don't know when you're listening to this, but this is the month of January when I'm recording it. 2020. Uh, it's, it, that's such a crazy thing to say, isn't it? 2020. It sounds like the future. I can't believe I've made it to 2020. Um, I was talking to my son Lincoln and I said that if he, if he lives long enough, God willing, we don't know what tomorrow brings, but if he lives long enough, he will see the turn of the century, 2100. I believe he'll be 86. London would be 88. Isn't that crazy to think? 2100. I will be long gone. Um, I won't be around for that unless I'm like 107. I don't know. But uh, that's that's a lot. Um, I'm home. January is typically a slow touring month on purpose. I've been going to the gym and people are like, you're coming to the gym again? Usually you're gone. I'm like, no, January is typically pretty slow on, the, on purpose. There's not that many festivals. The rodeos haven't started. Fairs haven't started. And it's a good time for all of us, uh, me and the band, to kind of regroup. We are heading to L.A. next week. We're going to play the Staples Center with Kane Brown. And I don't know who else is on that show, but that's going to be... A lot of fun. We've been looking forward to that one. That was rescheduled from, I believe, last October when Kane, uh, his drummer, tragically died in a car accident. So they had to reschedule. Terrible news for that. Um, we were all good friends. We toured a lot with Kane in 2019. Um, after that, we'll be heading to Mexico with Luke Bryan for Crash My Playa. And that is it pretty much for touring. We don't really start the tour till January 31st. We get back out there. I know Kansas City is on that list. St. Louis, Oklahoma City. That's about as far as I can remember. I have some fun hunting trips coming up this month. I have a, a trip I'm going to take with the family to Idaho here in a week or so, which I'm really excited about. Um, I haven't 
taking the family to Idaho with me to see the Sawtooth Mountains. It's just unbelievable nature, unbelievable country. Um, and I'm, I'm really excited to get them out there. We're going to stay at a friend's cabin and we are going to film an episode of the Smiths or two while we're there, just because I, I think it's going to be a really fun adventure. Um, my friend sent me a picture from his living room of this cabin we're going to be in. You could see elk walking through the, the woods right outside the window. So I showed Lincoln in London. They're really excited. So that's me. That's my life right now. And I like it. It's really slow. And I'm in, I'm sitting in my closet in my little studio, my studio, I say studio. It's actually a bedroom that I converted into a studio. And I've been doing this bedroom conversion thing in many houses and rent houses and apartments that I've lived in over the last couple decades. And this is, this is always where um, the magic happens, I guess. And I am in the, we've lived in this house now since July. So not that long. And, and I have everything set up, ready to go. I've sang a couple songs. This is where I've seen all my records uh, in a closet just like this. And so all the new album, the new stuff will be recorded right here, which you will hear new music from me this year in 2020. I'm excited about, very excited about. And it will be recorded in this little closet. This is the first podcast I've recorded in this little closet. Now, the cool thing about this, episode 19, is I'm not going to continue on the story that I was on. In, in episode 18, I told you, uh, leading up to a record deal and Backroad Song, and I played you an old recording when I first wrote Backroad Song with different lyrics, which is kind of vulnerable but fun to play for the very first time to hear new lyrics, you know, or actually old lyrics that are new to you. And I have that with every song. But what's going to make this podcast different is I'm going to go to The Smiths, which is our YouTube channel. It's a family vlog channel. We've been recording most of 2019. We'll continue through 2020. We put out episodes on YouTube on our channel every Tuesday and Thursday. And this is a family vlog channel. It's either me with the kids and Amber at home, or it's Amber and the kids at home versus me on the road. And we kind of have that dynamic back and forth. So I'm going to go to one of these episodes. It's called Answering Your Questions. And I thought, hey, this could be a cool podcast. Everyone's always asking uh, Amber and I some questions. And so I thought, you know, I'll take the audio from that video and throw it on this podcast so that those of you, those that are podcasters and not YouTubers, I know some of you are going to overlap, but the ones that are just solely podcasters, you like to, you know, get in your car, your truck, drive down the road, maybe you're on a road trip, maybe you're going to work, maybe you're commuting, whatever you're doing, taking the kids to school, whatever. You listen to podcasts and you don't YouTube, so I'm going to throw the audio on this so that you could listen to these answers. And if you like it, maybe we could do more. Maybe we could do more. And... um Go ahead and go go to social media. Let me know what you think. Hashtag Granger Smith Podcast. What do we need to do? Moving on, and I'll follow your lead. So I'm going to go now to this audio. This is from me and Amber. We're sitting on our porch answering questions that she asked on her Instagram, which is Amber Emily Smith. She said, ask me some questions, and this is us answering them. Love you guys. Here we go. 
All right. Hey. Hi, guys. We're going to spend today answering questions. So we have your questions. I asked you guys on Instagram a few questions. So let's just start with something Christmassy. What's okay. your favorite Christmas movie? Favorite Christmas movie is probably Elf. Same. Same. Yeah. We watched that again last night. Watched actually. it last night. Yeah. Fell asleep to it last night, actually. Yes. Sorry about the airplane. Every time I start <laughs> filming the Smiths, an airplane flies over, oh. and I think that's River thinking about us. I had somebody ask, who is your target audience? Because they said that they said them, their husband, and their child all love the Smiths. So yeah. who is our who's our target demo? So looking at the analytics, the behind the scenes of the YouTube app, looking at the Smiths, it's like sixty-five percent women. Um, majority are twenty-five to thirty-five. 25 which is crazy because then my Granger Smith YouTube um, has always been like 80% male. Um, so I think we're kind of, I think that's probably how we're working. I'm probably working towards the male crowd and she's probably working towards the female crowd. And then for the kids, they obviously, they won't see that in the analytics because usually the parents put their ages in, but, but we hear a lot of you kids like the Smiths too. So kind of everybody, we're kind of go all yeah. ages. Something I, I actually, I could announce now, is that on tour in 2020, um, we're gonna open meet and greets up because we, we do a paid meet and greet so that you could be guaranteed to come backstage. Um, so we're gonna, in 2020, I don't even know if I told you, but we're gonna make kids free. So kids could go to meet and greets with an adult, but as many, as many kids as you want. Um, so we're gonna do them all free in 2020. Okay, so that was another question. Can we meet you and Amber together? At a meet and greet. So Granger and I were just talking about this yesterday. Yeah. It's hard for me to travel um, during the school year with him a lot because I've got the kids and we've got school. During the summer, I try to get out. But we talked yesterday about maybe doing a meet and greet, me having my sep a separate meet and greet, and we like announce dates that I'll be on tour with him. And then I was thinking we could just take donations for the River Kelly Fund for that. Because like Granger's meet and greets are usually paid. Um, but I don't. I would rather just donate the money to the fund, I think. So that might be something that we're going to do in 2020. We'll like make, say, we'll say, okay, I'm going to be at the, these five dates. Get your tickets and then come see me. Come see both of us. Yeah. And this um, last West Coast tour we just did. Sorry about the birds. <laughs> we got birds and airplanes. Wind chimes and, and airplanes. Chimes, sorry. <laughs> uh, but this last West Coast tour we just did during the meet and greets, I swear it was like every third person was like, is Amber here? I want to meet Amber. And I'm like, yeah, she's with the kids. It's difficult. But, yeah, so what we're going to do is, 2020, she'll go on tour with me some of the time. But whenever she does, we'll announce Amber's with me. Amber's going to do a meet and greet. And I got to tell you all, the reason, the reason they're paid, there's, you know, I think the, probably the main reason is just to try to control it. Yeah. Because they can't just open it up to anyone. Well, and you're still, he's still having to meet. He's getting to meet, I should say. He's yeah. getting to meet all you guys before the show, but sometimes that could be upwards of 200 people. Yeah. And if it was all free, he would never get on stage. So usually about 50 to 75 of those are already free because they're coming through yeah. winners at the radio station yeah. or friends of friends or somebody that, some kind of disability or underprivileged situation that we just meet them anyway. So. Yeah. But yeah, so Amber's going to come in 2020, we'll, and we'll announce when she's coming. I need to come back out more too. Okay. How do we keep the romance going since we've been married for 10 years? We probably have different answers, yeah. but one one of the ways for me, for sure, is um, my work schedule. Um, I I know through friends that sometimes 
there's a tendency for one spouse to wish the other would slow down and work and just stay there all the time. And from my experience, not our experience, but me seeing other people, that, that seems to be kind of a drag on a relationship is when you're just always together. Um, so because of her work schedule and my work schedule, when we are together, we make the most of it. Yeah. And sometimes when I'm gone, like I was just gone for 10 days, which is kind of a lot these days. Yeah. Usually it's like four or five. I was gone for 10 days. And when I got home, it was like brand new relationship, yeah. you know. It keeps it, it keeps it fresh. It keeps it, it keeps us missing each other. We need to, you need yeah. to miss each you other. Miss each and other. You need to like long for each other. You can't, there's no way in my, in my mind to keep a relationship hot and heavy if it, you're just with each other 24 seven or I just, that's my opinion. Yeah. Yep. I agree. Plus he sends me, you know, he, or he'll, we leave each other notes or like if he goes on the road, I'll stick something in his bag or I'll find one under my pillow or, you know, sweet texts and things like that. But plus I, well, for me anyway, I just love him. So that's how, <laughs> I keep, that's how I keep it special since we've been married. Okay. Will we ever film a house tour? I thought about that today because I see that a lot and um, it's okay one reason is we still haven't totally moved in yeah like there's still, there's still I was just upstairs and there's still like pictures that are leaning on the wall and not yeah. hung yeah. Um, but two you know when we bought this house it wasn't it wasn't a super proud moment it wasn't like you know a lot of youtubers that are like just bought our dream house full tour, you know, it wasn't a YouTube move for us. It, you know, it was, it was, uh, it was out of necessity spot. and needed, it was a safe spot. It was a safe place to land. So I don't think I ever looked at it as a YouTube video opportunity to show off this house. Um, in fact, I'm still trying to make it our home mm -hmm. because when, when we were in therapy, um, a few weeks ago on a retreat and one, kind of one of the things we walked away with after therapy was, coming home and making this house a home because you know to be totally honest i find myself late at night on my phone looking at real estate apps seeing if i could find something that's better suits me and her but and that's just the honest truth yeah yeah i mean we could take a camera through here and show you guys everything but it you know and and we're proud and grateful to be in this home it, it's it's beautiful and it's a it's a, an amazing place to land it but is it's not, it's not like our old home, which we made into our home. And, you know, we had all the kids' memories there. And um, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it was a t we came from a 10-acre farmhouse that I worked to clear that land and cleared every cedar tree on it with either my hands or a chainsaw or a skid steer that I leased. And, or the boys helping you. <laughs> and then the boys helped me. And then I planted the grass with, you know, seeds from my own hands. And then we came here, and it's three acres and there's really not much work to even be done, done here. So mm -hmm. um, besides I built the fire pit, I just need to, I don't know. It's, it's a hard, it's a hard situation. Yeah. I'm sure you guys understand. Maybe someday. Yeah. Are Granger and Lincoln excited for Mandalorian and Star Wars movies? Yeah. So we came home from tour. I, yeah. I landed at 8.30 a.m. Mm -hmm. on Sunday, this past Sunday from Denver, Colorado. They picked me up and we literally went straight to the movie theater and saw Rise of Skywalker. Cause Lincoln and I have really bonded over 
the Star Wars series over the last several months. Baseball and Star Wars have been like our two major bonding things. And um, so we all went as a family. And yeah, yeah it was. We got little Star Wars cups and yeah, it was good. It was really fun. Yeah. Really fun. Good. They love it. Is there going to be New River merch? Yes. I'm working on the New River shirt. I was hoping to have it out beginning of January. I still am probably going to be pretty close to that. We just had a lot of designs, and I think I was being really picky because I wanted it to be perfect. Um, but I asked you guys on Instagram some of your favorites. So I think what we're going to do is just every few months we'll come out with a new one, and then that money will be donated to the River Kelly Fund. So, yes, I'll have stickers and a New River shirt soon. How do we stay so fit? Do we diet? Um, okay, well, I mean, when it comes to being fit, this is this is a um, something that I've had to learn over a lo- you know a lot of years. It's eighty percent diet. Yeah. You can go to the gym every day. You could run. You could do Pilates or yoga or whatever you're into. But uh, it's eighty percent what you eat. And so, are we perfect at that? No. No, I just had Lucky Charms. <laughs> no, we're not perfect at that. But that's just if you want results. It's um, it's not finding some crazy fashion trend diet, you know. It, it's um, you know whatever the latest diet is. There's I've, I've read so many studies on diets, dieting and fad dieting, and they all have pretty much the exact same result. Whether you're talking about keto or paleo or Atkins or whatever, it's it all has the same average result and it just depends on if you stay with it so it's more of trying to find what fits your lifestyle like yeah. what what do you enjoy eating that's also healthy that you could maintain for decades really I mean it's a balance I mean we we've been going to the gym trying to go every day um, but some days obviously I don't I've got kids and sometimes they're sick and sometimes I can't and I try to eat healthy but I also enjoy cookies and glass well, of wine and, and we pick Sundays we eat whatever we want on Sundays. Yeah. So we typically will do our dinner will be like a grilled chicken and vegetables and, um, you know, not a lot of bread and mm-hmm. not a dessert and stuff like that. Nothing fried. And then on Sundays we'll get pizza and we'll go get big, huge cheeseburgers and fries and, cookies and, and milkshakes. Yeah. And, um, and so kind of opening that up on the seventh day of the week allows me to be better on six, the six days before. Can we tell them about our wedding day? Will we ever share a photo? <laughs> That's an interesting question. <laughs> that means somebody's been searching. <laughs> so when we got married, it was uh, February 11th, 2010. And I wasn't a very well-known singer. You were more well-known than I was as an actor, I'm sure. But we just kind of decided early on that that's going to be our day. Yeah. And um, who knows if we had the Smiths going that back then, if that would have, if we would have put that on there, I don't know. But, yeah. but we always decided that that was going to be our special day. And we, listen, we didn't even have friends. It was really very small. We got married at Horseshoe Bay Resort. It was, we narrowed it down to 50 people, which was just family. I mean, even cousins weren't, mm-hmm. couldn't come and got upset. And we just decided it was just a very intimate day for us. Um, we were supposed to get married outside, but it ended up being freezing yeah. cold. So we got moved it's inside. Iced over in the Texas Hill Country, yeah. Central Texas. For it was raining. It was random, freezing rain. Yeah. And we got moved up, up inside the building. So that was, you know, just 
lots of things went that technically could be called went wrong happened, but it was all perfect. It was incredible. It was incredible. Yeah. It rained. The door got stuck when I was walking out. I walked out with my dad and my stepdad both on either side and the door got stuck. Um, I forgot lots of other things happened, but it was a, a perfect day. It was perfect. And we just haven't, we haven't posted any photos or shared any photos. We also tried to save a lot of money because we've kind of paid for it ourselves and obviously our parents helped, but we were trying to cut cut money out any way we could. I remember our yeah. cakes our cakes were like this big. We, we skimped on the cakes and I skimped on a videographer. We didn't have a videographer. So I think it was filmed on somebody's cell phone, which I don't even know if I have that anymore. Yeah. So we talked about maybe doing a 10 year, a 10 year re, um, redoing our vows and maybe filming that and making that a big deal. But yeah, yeah. but yeah, it was a small wedding and we saved money and then we had a reception for all of our friends like a week later yeah. you know, in, Fort Worth. in Fort Worth, Texas, which was really fun. Um, by the way, on a side note, I'm mm-hmm. looking out right now into the woods and our cedar trees are uh, pollinating right now. And those of y'all that live around juniper, mountain cedar, it's crazy. They literally, a tree will just go <laughs> and just explode pollen that looks like white smoke and then it just dissipates into the woods it's the weirdest it's like the trees are alive and they just go and explode if you haven't seen it there's videos of that on youtube it's crazy Uh, sorry go ahead okay do we ever feel guilty for having fun now and feel like river should be here or do we ever there, there are times when if I'm laughing really hard with the kids or we're all having fun, I, I do in my mind. I'm like, oh my gosh, like I shouldn't be, shouldn't be laughing, you know, but you have to, you have to enjoy life and you have to, you have to enjoy your kids and you have to have fun. And River would want that. And River is not thinking about us right now. He's in the most amazing place. He's not sitting there looking at us saying, oh gosh, I, you know, they're having fun without me. So I think it's natural to do that, and it's it's natural in all the things that we do now that are fun. And I, I think, gosh, you know, he would love that. He would love this, or wish wish you know he was with us. Yeah, I think that's natural. It's interesting but, because that uh, thought of guilt comes with the loss of any mm-hmm. body that you love. And we learned so much in therapy and just experience. But um, it's they taught us in therapy that the price of grief is love, like that. It's it's not the other way around because you don't, you could love someone and not always grieve them. But when you grieve someone, it's because you love someone and how hard you grieving is how hard you loved them. And the interesting thing about that is about the guilt is that anyone that you love, think of anyone, whether it's a grandparent or a friend or a neighbor, anybody that you grieve, if you're having fun after they're gone, that's what that person would want. They want to look down from heaven, and if you can look down from heaven, they want to see you smiling. They don't want to see you sad. But it's, so it's interesting that internally we think we should be sad. Yeah. It's it's really strange, um, but it's it's it is a battle and it's a legit question. Yeah. Do you guys still have Rivers' room together and all of his stuff? Well, interesting question. Interesting question. So in our old house, River and Lincoln shared a room. Um, Yeah, they were roommates. They were roommates. So there was a bunk bed in his crib. So really the only thing in that room that was River's was his crib. Um, 
So, Which, on a side note, he never got out of his crib. No, he never tried he, to get out. In three years, the, he's other, the, other, daredevil too. the other kids left, you know, early. They got they climbed out of the crib. River just liked his crib. Mm -hmm. He just chilled in there. And so all he ever had was that crib. Yeah. And we had a playroom, so all the kids' toys and stuff were in the playroom. They were only really ever in their room if they were sleeping. So, whereas some people, that it was really hard to take down their room if you if you lose somebody. You know, you want to see all their stuff and... For some reason, it just wasn't as hard for me, I think, for one, because he shared it with Lincoln. Two, because they were never in there. So it was hard to take the crib down. That was a really hard day when we moved. I, you know, I cried, and the kids cried, and so that was really hard. But And it's now in our bus driver's yeah. house. My bus driver, Bull, who you guys have seen on the Smiths, yeah. um, him and his wife are having a baby in uh, March. March. And... So Bull has that crib, and they've set it up in their baby boy's room. And so he always talks about it as River's crib, and um, it's really special, and it means a lot to me. Yeah. He showed yeah. me a picture on the bus the other day of of um, the room set up and the cribs and you know along the wall, and so yeah. All three babies had that crib too. There's yeah. like little teeth marks from all them biting it and stuff. Yeah. Um, but to answer your question about stuff, when we when we moved, Granger's been really good about helping me that things are just things and that if they're if they're very important take a photo of them or you know but you can't take them with you when when we're gone so we're very into donating things that we don't need anymore we're trying to get rid of clutter we're trying to purge so i have a lot of his special his special things that he always had and so i have those we have those in this house and um his blanket you know little things that were super special we made a a, a nice quilt a beautiful quilt with all of his favorite t-shirts and all his t-shirts that he wore all the time so we have that but we don't have like a, a whole room or a shrine or anything set up to him we have his little tractors and his little tire that he used to play in over on the side of the house but yeah. that's, that's pretty much it he's in our hearts yeah. and in our memories and our brains um will we ever do more reaction music videos like don't listen to the radio like we did when we... Do you guys want to see more reaction videos? Um, comment below, I guess, yeah. because we have... We've done almost 15 together. She's been in a lot of music videos. And um, ones that we've done, just us alone, have... I Almost Am. Mm -hmm. um, we could put that link in, just in the description below. Um, I Almost Am never gets talked about. I know. And that was such a big deal for me. That was like... It was such a beautiful song, and I cried, and I was just... I loved that he asked me to be in it with him and it was right around the time we had gotten engaged and we were talking about marriage and so it's really special if you go back and, and watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Bear Me and Blue Jeans is another special one yeah. that we were in together but I also have a, a lot of other family in there. Um, my grandmother who is 94 or about to be 94 and she's she's actually kind of sick, right, pretty sick right now. She just got a pacemaker put in um, but she's my only grandmother I have left and out of Mm -hmm. both of us and the kids only great-grandmother and um parent grandparent at all so she's sick and she's in bury me in blue jeans and so that that video is special um for that reason um but it's also really special i had just lost my dad when we filmed that and it was kind of part of the inspiration for the video itself and so i mean it's crazy looking back that that video is has me driving in my truck, which I still have now, and I'm going to the church and the cemetery where River's buried now. And we shot that five years ago. Yeah. 
So it was a lot of foreshadowing in that music video, and that's re uh, really special. And that would probably be a, a kind of a neat reaction video that we should do yeah, one day. Yeah, we should do that one. Jeremy and Blue Jeans. Lennon and Lincoln were in that, and Tyler and everybody. Yeah. All the family were in that one. Can the kids sing like Granger? Do the kids have good voices? I hope not. <laughs> I think. I cannot. <laughs> think being in music business is kind of a curse, <laughs> and, and it's like a blessing, a huge blessing, and a huge curse. And I don't want, I honestly, I worry about my children being in it because of as hard as it is on your heart and um, on your spirit and on your soul. And um, it's so fulfilling in all of those three things also, but it takes a long time to realize that fulfillment. It takes a lot of years to realize that kind of fulfillment. And in the meantime, there's a lot of heartbreak that I just can't imagine my kids going through. Um, that doesn't have any, anything to do with them being able to sing, and I, I think London singing. Lennon sings a lot. Yeah. London sings a lot, and and didn't you just say she, it took her eight years to get pitched? Or yeah, <laughs> she just got her pitch. Yeah. <laughs> and Lincoln doesn't sing that much. He kind of dances more. Do we ever go out in public, or are there too many fans? Yeah, heck yeah, yeah. go out in public. We go out all the time, everywhere. Who do you think I am, Luke Bryan? <laughs> we don't get. <laughs> I got stopped at Target the other day. And some lady said, I know you. And I said, you do? And we stopped and talked, and she gave, we gave each other hugs. And it, it happens. He gets recognized a lot more than I do. But I, I love when people come and say hi. Like, Dude, come, your, come say hi. Your popularity is skyrocketing. It's crazy. Like, you're, people, Thank you. people just love you. And, I mean, a lot of times people are like, um, is your wife around? <laughs> but that's great. No. And occasionally, like if we go out to dinner or something, people are very kind and they'll wait till after we're done eating and then they'll, they'll come say hi as we're leaving or something. But we don't ever get like bombarded or anything. It's, it's no. you know, it's very sweet. Very sweet. And people are very respectful of the kids and, and don't really want to bother us if we're busy eating or something like that. Will we keep the Smiths intro or will we eventually change it? Yeah, eventually it's going to, it's just going to change. Um. It's going to be really hard. I don't know. And actually, that video, we, we, that intro we threw together, and you can still tell London's neck's really hurt. Like, the, one of the very first videos we did was when she got hurt skiing, or she got that virus. And her little neck, she's walking up to the camera. And I always was going to have us redo it, and we just never got around to redoing it. So, and now it's all like, we can't redo it, because River's in it, and maybe we'll always have to keep it at the end or something. It's like, we got to keep it. Yeah. We, I, we mentioned Brian Kimball editing. He, yeah. He's the one that built that intro back in, like, April or May. The kids didn't want to do it. They didn't want to get dressed. They were like fighting. Typical <laughs> day. Typical kid, typical kid day. What was your first job? You or me? Both. Uh, mine was, I worked for a paint contractor that was also a, my English teacher in junior high. And um, so I would go paint houses. But when I first started, I was just the taper. I would just tape. He'd put me in a room and so, all right, tape these windows so we could paint, and it is 10 minutes. So he would give me a time, so I just because I was getting paid by the hour. So he would just call out a time, so I'd watch my watch and tape for a long time. I, I taped. That's what I did. I taped. But it, we would start about 7 a.m., and about 10 a.m., we'd go to Taco Cabana, or somebody would go to Taco Cabana for us, and get um, tortillas and salsa. 
and it was amazing. <laughs> We'd sit out because it was usually in the summer when we were working, and um, when I wasn't playing football and he wasn't teaching English. And we'd get it, go out and sit in a in a underneath the shade of a tree, and roll those tortillas and so dip them in salsa. Sounds so good. And that was our ten o'clock snack. It was amazing. That that was amazing. And sorry, it's okay. I learned I learned Keith Whitley during those those years. And to this day, Keith Whitley is one of my all-time favorite country singers. And um, the Keith Whitley greatest hits—it's the black and white album cover. We would just listen to that on repeat. Every song is good, and it really changed my life while I was taping. Mine's not as exciting as that. <laughs> I, uh, I just wanted a car, so I walked uh, in Fort Worth, in White Settlement, where I grew up. I walked to this little grill, which was pretty far now that I think about it. I walked all the way there to fill out an application, and I worked at this little grill, and they had the best food. I was 15 years old, and then I remember, I think they didn't know I was 15, and it was like child labor laws. I was supposed to be 16. Um, I didn't lie or anything on my application, but they had to cut my hours back because they couldn't work me so many hours. But I worked in the drive-through line of that place, and I worked waiting tables. And I think every person should wait tables at some point in their life because you have to know what it's like to be a server and a waiter and, and be kind to your servers. Uh, you know, some days they're having hard days and bad days or things are getting mixed up in the kitchen, but you can always tell a lot by somebody about how they treat their server. How yeah. they treat a waiter. How they treat servers and yeah. how they treat dogs. Yeah. You can learn a lot about it. If you don't know somebody really well, just take them to lunch and see how they treat the waiter and then introduce them to your dog. That's good advice. My dad used to tell me that. Have you ever considered doing an all-acoustic album? Of all, like, your all, like, your most popular songs? No, I have not. Um, I think they probably mean re-record it, just me and my yeah. guitar. yeah. Because I could easily, I do all my editing on my albums myself. I've been doing that for years. And um, so I could easily go and edit uh, acoustic versions when I just get the, just isolate the vocals and acoustics. But you probably mean re-record it. Mm -hmm. Like when you hear the different versions on the Smiths, when you hear like, that's why I love Dirt Roads and it's just keyboards and vocals like stripped down. I just, that's just me building that. So I could do any version of any song you've ever heard me do. If you ever are like, man, I would like to hear a stripped down version of Happens Like That, whatever, I have everything. So every time you hear a version on the Smiths, that's just something I built. Is there more women's stuff coming to Yee Apparel? Yes. We have uh, some stuff coming out in the spring, and then I'm going to keep kind of designing things every now and then for women and kids, maybe every season or every few months or something. So yes, there will be more coming out soon. Yeah, it's actually awesome. Awesome stuff you showed me. I'm excited. Yeah, it's this is something Yee Apparel has missed for years now is her touch because it's just been me and my two brothers, Tyler and Parker. We've never really had a, you know, obviously we haven't had a good insight on women's apparel. Um, it, but I, she showed me the other day what you're going to, when is it, Spring. Spring. Spring 2020. But I'm not allowed to come up with like a whole bunch. So we only get to, get to pick like two or three, maybe four items per season. But it's still, I still have a bunch of ideas. And I'm going to bring back some regular women's baseball caps, yeah. not like the trucker hats and tank tops and leggings and jean jackets and all kinds of fun stuff. So that, I'm excited. That brings another point up because I, I need to say about Yee Yee Apparel, thank, of, thank you to everyone who has ever bought yeah. something from Yee Yee Apparel and supported that. Um, it's really difficult 
And those of you that own small businesses, family-run small businesses, will understand that it's taken us a long time to kind of realize um, financially how to do it because we've we've tried to kind of make everybody happy and keep a bunch of sizes in stock so that you can go and order a certain shirt and get a large and there it is and it's shipped right to you. But it's so expensive to keep that stuff, to keep the inventory on the shelves of the Yee Yee Farm. Recently, we've kind of had to let that go and just say, hey, we're going to stick with with a few core, you know, the, the fundamental items of Yee Yee Apparel. We'll keep that in stock. But the anytime we do like a spring launch or a fall launch or a Black Friday launch, um, we're going to just, we're going to sell out of that stuff. You got to grab it. So you got to get it. And I don't want you guys to feel upset that you waited and then went to go order something and it's out of stock. Um, it, it just, we could make a certain amount of money on Yee Apparel and then when it's time to get new hoodies or new t-shirts, guess what? We spend the exact amount and guess what we have left? Nothing. So we're trying to, we're trying to learn that and kind of navigate that part of this business. And um, part of that is going to be when we do a spring launch or a fall launch or whatever, it's going to sell out in a, in a couple of weeks and we're just going to be okay with that. Um, and so that's going to, that's why she's saying we couldn't do everything. Yeah. When she had all these ideas, they're like, those are amazing. <laughs> now let's pick this many. Yeah. So it doesn't cost a gazillion yeah. amount of money to make all these in small, medium, large, extra large, double X, triple X and keep them in stock. Let's just do that. Yeah. That being but said. It's good. It'll keep it fresh for you guys too. Yeah. And you guys can grab new stuff all the time. Yeah. Um, how did you guys come up with your affirmations for the kids? So if you guys have seen us do that in the car, that kind of just started. I remember, I'm sure you've seen it on YouTube. There was that little girl and she's standing on the, on the bathroom counter and she's like, I am smart. I am awesome. I am all this. And I just thought it was adorable. So we don't say the same thing every day. We change it up depending on their mood or, or whatever they have going on that day. And we just, you just make it up as you go. Yeah. And it just gives the kids a little boost before they go to school. These came from, did you say, Instagram. these came from yeah. her Instagram. How did Granger propose? Did you help him pick out the ring? How did oh, I propose? Well, there's an episode of The Smiths, and I don't remember the title or thumbnail, but we were in... Didn't we talk about it in Europe? Yeah, we were in York, England, and we just went recently back to the same spot, and that video is... I'll link it in the description yeah. if I can remember all these it links. Pic- it has a picture of him and I, and it's like back where it all started. Back where it all started, I think. Like or back where I proposed or where we got engaged. Yeah. Something like that. But um, we only dated for seven months, um, not even dated. We knew each other for mm-hmm. seven months before I bought the ring. No, she didn't. No, I didn't. She didn't approve it. She didn't even know it I existed. Didn't it. I didn't help him. I didn't even give him an, any ideas or it anything. A, it was a total secret. Yeah. And um, I had to hide it on this little trip. We flew to England. Sorry. We, we flew to England and... I was so scared because I had to go through security with it, and I had it. I didn't want it to show up in the screen. I like, had this thought that she was going to walk through before me and then look on the screen at my <laughs> stuff, and for some reason have these eagle eyes that saw a ring in my bag. So I kept it in my pocket. But he was like fumbling and bumping into me, and I, I, so I didn't realize it then. But now I think back, and I could tell he was a little distracted. I guess. Yep. Yep. And he like slept, we slept on this train and he had the bag, like he wouldn't let me hold his backpack or carry his backpack or anything for him. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, and so you can go back and watch that video. I think we talked about it. We went to the spot. We went to the spot, to the church, the Westminster, and uh, he proposed right in front of that church, and it was raining, and no, I didn't have any idea. Yorkminster. Yorkminster. Yeah. I said Westminster, didn't I? Yorkminster, sorry. Um, yeah, and then we called our parents in the middle of the night. Yep. Yep. All right. Is that it? One more. Oh, one more. Last one. And then Lincoln, what are your Lincoln needs Lincoln's us. at the door. What are your goals for 2020? I want, uh, that's why I love dirt roads to do good. That's like a short-term uh, career goal. Yeah. Um, and so, by the way, I mentioned on the Smith to uh, message your local radio station or Sirius XM, the highway. And uh, you did. You guys yeah. did. It was awesome. You guys, <laughs> you guys messaged and emailed and Instagrammed uh, Sirius XM. It was kind of an experiment by me. And then I heard from Buzz Brainerd, one of the personalities, on-air personalities. And he was like, man... Your fans have been have been blowing us up about this song, and I was like, yes. <laughs> "The Smiths are my secret weapon." You guys are amazing. Thank you for that. Yeah. Keep doing it. It's funny. How about you? Goals for me for 2020. Goodness, I think continuing to live in the present moment and find joy. River Kelly Fund. Yes, a River Kelly Fund. We want to grow. Um, we just announced it, but this year we'll start like fundraising efforts for all kinds of different charities and organizations that are close to our hearts. So I'm excited to get that going and get that started and, and give the money there. Um, growing the Yee Apparel Women's Line, I think will be super exciting. And yeah, I'm just excited for 2020 in general yeah. because 2019 is a year that I'm going to want to forget. But I know that we learned so much from 2019 and. I think one day we'll look back and, and it was like a pivot moment in my life. Uh, pivot for the good. But um, right now I'm just ready for a fresh start and, and a new date on the calendar and yeah. new year. Yeah. Um, thank you guys. There's going to be one more episode this year. One more? It'll I be guess. on Tuesday. Tuesday. Yep. There's going to be one more video and we're going to do like a... Um, you don't, maybe you don't know I don't this. even know this. Me and Paul have already discussed it, but we're going to do a, all of us, me, you, and Lincoln and London will um, find our, our favorite moments from the Smiths, mm -hmm. and we're just going to kind of do a reaction video to some of our favorite moments yeah. and what the Smiths have meant to us um, since March and the almost the first full year Wait, of it's just you and the kids? It. I don't get and to do And you. Okay. Me and you and Amber okay. uh, and London and Lincoln. <laughs> Sounds like I want to do it. Um, but yeah, we'll just we'll kind of do a recap of what what this year and what the Smiths have meant to us and the magic in having the Smiths and through our, through the life that has happened to us and it was it was all recorded. Mm -hmm. So it's it's a, just a massive blessing that we have so many videos in high def, yeah. you know, right there at our disposal to, of our lives. And so it's meant a whole lot to us to have in this channel. Y'all that like YouTube. Please go to our channel, that's The Smiths. Hit that little subscribe button, and uh, we'll do more videos if you want to watch that kind of thing. If you want more podcasts, I got a lot of those too. I got more stories. I know a lot of you have been asking me to continue these, and I will. I promise. Thank you for all the support. I love seeing everyone wearing this Yee Yee apparel and supporting the brand that we are. More stories coming soon. Thank y'all. It happens like that. Out of the blue sky, lost in her blue eyes Yeah, when it happens like that Nothing to lose turns right into you Do it all you can do just to keep her around Till the moon goes down in her back at your house One thing leads
to another You loving each other when looking you never look back It happens like that Thanks for listening to the Granger Smith Podcast I want to see you on tour in 2020 Go to grangersmith.com forward slash tour See ya Hee <laughs> hee